0: How are you? I'm good. I'm back from vacation and back to my normal, non-tropical cocktail drinking from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Self, So, so it's lovely.
1: We live in like a fairly semi-tropical place. It's just not, we're out of season, but I can't wait till we get back to that
0: here a little bit. Yeah, it's just been like a little rainy and dreary for me. No, I know. I'm like pale.
1: So I am like the snow white of this. Just actually my nail guy, Andy, when he did my pedicure last, he told me that I need to go outside. Well, I <laughs> like, mean exact words. He was like, you need to get outside.
0: I was like, Andy, <laughs> Andy, <laughs> you know what, Rebecca, that's a great segue into, into <laughs> next conversation.
1: You know, I love Andy. Uh,
0: Oh yes. god. Okay, so I was in Jamaica for 5 days.
1: Still jealous. I'm still jealous. You're still tan.
0: I know. You should It was it was amazing. Listen, we had not been on a vacation like that in since our honeymoon. So it'd been a hot minute. Like all inclusive, like you don't do anything. Like you're forced to relax because my husband doesn't relax. So it was really good. It, actually, neither do I, to be quite honest. I was
1: going to say, did you see my face? I was like... It's just
0: like right. foot to the gas, like...
1: Time to be know. a little bit more honest.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, A little self-reflection here. Where's
1: your awareness? Um, yes. Got it. We uh, found it. Exactly. Have you unpacked so you, yet?
0: N- no, I haven't. I'm telling you, I'm not leaving for another trip until end of March, and I guarantee you that suitcase will be like... <gasps> I know. Judge me. Listen, I have a lot of friends of mine who are the same way, so I don't. I don't feel too guilty. My husband. Hates I'm it, only though. judging you because of who you are. <laughs> I know.
1: It's your fault that I have a different conception about this. Okay, I'm type so
0: yeah. A, except when it comes to stuff, and I'm just like, meh, whatever, it's fine.
1: It is funny though the things that you choose. I can't even think of one right now for me, but there are times where people like I usually you point them out to me, where I'll be, yeah. be like, but that's not. I'm like mm, that one. It's just not on brand,
0: right? It's like that's so not like – yeah, it's not on brand. Okay. So, so yeah, let me me tell you about what I picked up in Jamaica besides the killer tan. (laughs) So, from the time you get there to the time you leave, they treat you like you are royalty. And I'm talking like people at the airport, people who drive, people at your resort – from start to finish, their customer service is just off the charts. And so I had a few conversations with a bartender and um, one of our drivers who took us back and forth to the airport about why that is. And, you know, Jamaica is, it's a poverished place. And, you know, they really depend on us bringing our tourism and our money to Jamaica for them to to make a living. And so they need us, right? So they have that at the back of their mind the whole time. But they, although that may be their mentality, like they don't ever make you feel like it's because of money. So let me give, just give you a few examples. So we went to dinner one day. And I had like a bag, like, you know, like my purse or whatever. And I go to set it down on the ground. They come out and bring this like purse stand and hang it up on the purse stand for me. That happened to every meal that I went to. They would bring a purse stand out so I wouldn't have to put my bag on the floor.
1: There is some some sort of bad... um What is the rule about putting your bag on the floor too? There's something about that that if you are into – it's kind of like walking under a ladder – I will look it I've up. I've never
0: heard this. No, no,
1: no. There is. There's some kind of like bad juju or whatever that goes with putting your handbag on the floor. Okay. Well, I had will, no idea. Like lose money or oh. something like that. So I wonder if there is this, but it doesn't mean like somebody will steal it. It's similar to like walking under a ladder. I'll look it up and link it, but I, I can think assure you there
0: was more chance of me leaving it there after I drank, <laughs> you know, pina coladas and stuff than it was. <laughs>
1: But I feel like they were doing it as like a nice thing, but also They totally
0: were. So let me tell you some of the other things they did. So we sat down to lunch one day and I took pictures of these different things because like I was so blown away. It's something that was so small, but just made such an impact on me. We had a wobbly table and they set our table and then we sat down and this guy came up and could see it was wobbling. And so he like stuck stuff underneath it to make it not wobble. Like, that never happens. Like, I'm usually the one crawling under the table to stick a sugar packet under there so it doesn't wobble. And I'm like, the fact that he did this as soon as we sat down, it's just the littlest things that I just don't see in America (laughs) anymore. And I'm just wondering, like, why the difference? A chilled wine glass. I ordered a glass of Sauvignon Blanc, which is a white wine, typically served cold, cold. And he put it in a chilled glass. It had been in the fridge. I'm like, this is just the smallest little things. My last story about incredible customer service. We went to an Italian restaurant for lunch. And I'm not exaggerating. We ordered the entire menu. Because you're all inclusive. And it's like, why not? Right? You want to try a little bit of everything. If you've been to one, you know what I'm talking about. Italian. Anyway, I ordered this like Ariba pasta. (laughs) Like Ariba. I don't know what the hell it's called, but spicy, right? I love spicy. Bring it on. It. This was the hottest <laughs> thing I had ever put in my mouth. Oh, like, true. there's a joke there. But and yeah. so everybody at the table was like, "Oh, like, you know, it's not that spicy." And they had a bite over there, like, "Oh my gosh, it like <gasps> So the girl, when the waitress came up, she's like, "Oh, did you enjoy your lunch?" And said, "Yeah, it was just a little spicy. I had like maybe two bites." The freaking chef comes out and was like oh and I wasn't complaining she just asked and it was just like it was just a comment the chef comes out and was like I heard your pasta was too spicy that's typically how we serve it I'm so sorry I'm like what (laughs) like what like where where did we lose such basic small customer service thing like why is Jamaica Jamaica doing it so much better than us Mm -hmm. help me help me understand I don't know
1: I don't know the why, but I do have like three things to unpack. First of all, unpack. Um, Details have really become like – I'm obsessed with details right now. I always have been, um, but I feel like I spent a a long time like really zoomed out. You know, like when your kids are little, you're in the weeds, but like you can't really be in the weeds, so you can't like get hung up on little things. But like recently I bought this ice cube tray. It's not a big deal. It was $19 on Amazon. It has brought us so much joy. They're like little perfect balls of ice. Pilot is obsessed with it. And then I posted a few times in my stories, just beverages, because I was trying this like non-alcoholic beverage in the evening. Everyone's like, where did you get the ice? And it's so funny to me that people were no one even questioned why I was like, just like abstaining from like wine, which I like love. The I, I have the of-
0: question just to be clear, but <laughs> okay, yeah. I was on data roaming in Jamaica, so I didn't want to bother you with it until just now.
1: Okay, So, but everybody, I mean, I would say upwards of 30 DMs about the ice. Where did you get the ice? So then I was like, is oh, it like she-. Sonic ice? Nope. Because you can get the ice machines. Okay. But I was like, before I spend $297 on an ice machine, I would like to know if this is really gonna change my lifestyle. So <laughs> then I got this because <laughs> I like love sonic ice. I'm here for it. I get it. It's not crushed like that. Um, I don't it's know. Just and like I ha- balls, right? Yeah. And they're tiny. But it's brought so many people joy. It's the detail of it, for whatever reason, like I just think like the extra thought really matters. Like the chilled wine glass. It's just like going just the tiniest bit further. It's not so much about just knowing your first and last name. It's just like, show me a detail. Like it could be a relationship. Like show me a way that you think of me. Show me an observation that you've made about me because that just shows me that you appreciate like my existence. I think it's really about that. That's well, and it I, and I'm really
0: big on that. Like I'm really big on like making people feel seen and appreciated like I think that that's just something that we just don't do enough as people but like Rebecca and I'm not going to name the restaurant that you and I went to um a couple of months ago and we Mm -hmm. sat down at the bar we were the only people there and it was like what 4 30 they walked by us three times did not even acknowledge us then it was like oh can we get a drink they don't answer us they just pour the drink it's like how hard is it? Like, how hard is it? Like, I get people are on their journey. They may be having a bad day. But if we really lost, like, the ability to speak to someone when you're in a customer service forward-facing position, I mean, it must setting the bar moment. too high here.
1: No, no. That was actually – so the whole frame around that made it suck even more. So we had done this amazing thing, and there was a, a fair amount of just – not even hype, but like just we put a lot of time and effort into this thing that we did. And then it went amazing. And even if it had gone, knowing who we are, because we're in it together, whatever it is, like once we buckle up in that car or we say we're going to do it, we're doing it even if it is a full-on crash and burn. <laughs> but even better, like we would have probably gone and had that drink if it had been a total disaster. For well, sure. We were actually doing was celebrating something and we didn't like close a deal or anything like that, but there's still success to be had. We were proud with, of ourselves. Yes. And I, this is actually really important to me this year. Um, I'm not going to like overhype us or overhype me, but I am absolutely not going to dismiss success when it happens because I think it's really important in the manifestation process. So we go, this is a restaurant that we both love. Mm-hmm. So that made it suck even more because yeah. if we had been sitting in the dining room, that would have been a different experience. And I've actually never sat at the bar at this restaurant. And so now I don't know if that is the bar experience because the dining room experience would never have looked like that.
0: Actually, that's the second time I've sat at the bar there and it was a similar experience.
1: Well, that sucks.
0: Yeah, I know. And again, if you're going to be a bartender. uh come on. Like, come on. I know. Because I feel like we now live in a society And I'm probably going to catch some hate for this I love tipping It is my jam I will yeah. give you 20-25% all mm-hmm. day long mm-hmm. But for the love of everything that is holy At least be nice to me Yeah Like flip your screen around Let me hit the button Because God knows it's not an option anymore You're going to tip wherever you are <laughs> It doesn't matter Somebody hands you a fork Is that 15-20 or 25%? or other, which is not zero. Smile. Just, just give me, just give me something. Just give me something that makes me feel better about giving you my hard-earned money. That's all I'm saying. So I feel like we've almost gotten away from the customer and it's like, oh, well, we, you need to do this just because this is what is expected of you as consumer. You need to tip 15, 20, 25 percent because somebody hands you something. Yeah, And I love tipping. Again, I tip everywhere I go. I'm probably an over tipper, but at the same time, like smile. Thank you. Please. What would you like? Do you need bread? How about a napkin? Like, give me something. Give
1: me something. So I worked for a long time, went to school for marketing, left, got recruited into retail, spent almost a decade in luxury retail. You know this, but I'm just giving the backstory because I don't know if we've talked about this here. There's no tipping in luxury retail. And there actually wasn't commission for my entire team. The way it worked was if my teams did well, the top salesperson on the team for that month took a commission. Mm. That's it. So there was this – if you weren't careful as a the leader, there was, you could accidentally make like a predatory vibe mm. because there was obviously like a competition. And then also as a leader, you're responsible for this like really big bottom line too. You know, like you have to hit it for even one person to earn commission. But it was a luxury handbag company. And I was so, so, so sensitive to customer experience. Down to things like um, the at the time, the brand's position on how you checked out was you would mm-hmm. say your total is blank. And um, the first time I heard it, I was like, absolutely not. No, your total is on the screen because it was like one person's $3,000 is the same as one person's $30,000 is the same as one person's 300. You do not get to decide which one you're going to whisper Mm -hmm. because they would never say like your total is 18,000 and no way. Like, they would be like, you're totally on the screen gently. Like, why would we be whispering one next to a person who spent $300? Like, it's the same. Yeah. It just feels different to you. Like, I I was so sensitive to anything like that. If people, sort of like the pretty woman syndrome, right? Like, you don't get to decide how they're dressed. You don't get to decide, like, based off their job. You do not get to decide who they are. Everyone gets the same experience, period.
0: Yeah. Just, but well, for me, like, I feel like a, your ex- experience like starts when you walk in the door, like, yeah. you get a hello, how can I help you? Yeah. Just basic stuff. And I just don't know. I mean, people just walk by you these days. And it's just, you know, it, I mean, I more often than not will buy because I'm there to get something specifically. But it does make a huge difference. Like, you know, how hard is it? How hard is it? I just don't know where we lost Where we lost it. I don't know. And, you know, people say, oh, well, nobody wants to work anymore. It's like, eh, I don't know that. I feel like, you know, it's the same just like social media, like the lack of regard for how what you say makes the other person feel. I don't know. Like, I just feel like that's really trickled into, you know, customer service. And again, don't forget, customer service impacts your marketing so heavily because it doesn't matter if you are freaking the top brand delivering, you know, if you're not delivering a quality product or service, people will not come to you. You will have bad reviews. It doesn't matter how, what kind of marketing genius you hire. At the end of the day, you are the one as a business owner who has to deliver a quality product and a quality service. It does not matter how good your marketing is. I will I will stand by that all day.
1: I think that also comes down to, and we've actually, we were in a meeting in the fall where we actually questioned this about a team because this is who we are in our marketing company. Like we're really careful about who we align ourselves with. Um, Values and integrity are really important to us, but we also show up like that every day. So I was going to say to you when you were talking about these workers, like, okay, so we go into this nice restaurant. We don't get anything, but we could walk into a Moe's right now. (laughs) They would say like, Welcome, Welcome to the most. most. And so a lot of that to me comes from leadership in the top. Yeah. So yeah. and you people were, will work really hard. At, I mean you have to be there anyways, right? Like you're at your job, you clock in, you clock out. Like you get to decide like how hard you work when you're there, but if you have a leader that's making it easy to work hard, you're naturally going to do that. I I don't think most people are afraid of a little bit of hard work. I mean, maybe that's me because I'm not. Um, but But if you have a leader that's lazy, that doesn't give you headspace, that doesn't check in with you, that doesn't take care for you, I mean, I have to imagine that's like what that cascade is. I don't know for sure, but my first diagnosis is I wonder what it's like to work for that leader.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I do think there is a level of genuinely like caring what you do. Like yeah. I'm gonna be so I have a story from high school. So I worked multiple jobs in high school. I did everything from work at the radio station to Ooh. work at a lumber yard, barbecue. They called me hot pants at the lumber yard. I was like sixteen. True <laughs> story. True story. I, like, True story. So I was like one of the only girls so who worked there. They called me hot oh pants. God, what? Um yeah, I had a multitude of jobs, but I'll never forget. I was looking for a new job, and I went into Blockbuster uh. one day with my brother. It was like a weekend, Friday night, I'm sure, because I was babysitting. And we walked around. We were looking for movies. Somebody who worked there came up to me and was like, Hey, like, can I help you? What can? What are you looking for? Walked me through the store. Help me find some movies. Then was like, Oh, would y'all want popcorn and candy? Do you know, I was in there the next day applying for a job to work there because I was, bl- and I was 17 at this point, blown yeah. away at the customer service and how they treated people. And hands down, I'm way older now, but it was one of the best jobs I ever had. I was there for a year and a half. Like th- it was, they were so good to their people. They were so good to customers. Long live blockbuster. It was one of my favorite jobs ever.
1: I love it, but it completely proves the point also.
0: Like- yeah. I don't it's, know if the manager was like that, though,
1: to be quite I honest. don't think they could, but if there wasn't a strong atmosphere of that commitment from everybody, it would never survive. Yeah, agree. Like, I, as a leader, I mean, I did a couple of things, like, I was really thoughtful about I cleaned the toilets. Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. I would have friends who were like, I get paid too much to clean the toilets. I'm like, you don't get paid enough to clean the toilets. Like, if you're one of my associates, like, I'm going to do that for you because that job sucks.
0: And yeah. No, I'm a I'm a firm believer in that. You need to be as a leader. It doesn't matter what kind of role you're in, what kind of yeah. industry you're in. You need to be able to roll up your sleeves, get it done. That's the quickest way to earn your employees' respect, hands down, hundred
1: percent. And uh, I would same for like huge shipment things. So we roll up in like, I mean, bless. So this obviously like luxury handbags. I would be the dead of August, and I'd be oh. in a faux fur poncho with like a high neck. <laughs> oh, God. Bless! I'd be in Panera getting everybody's order, and everything was black. I look like a, a creature. Like it's you guys. We're in Charleston. I know we've said this, but I need to t- just double tap on it in case you're new here. It is 110 degrees in August, and it is thick. So
0: a thick one too thick. thick. Yeah.
1: So to be in a full December faux fur poncho, because of course, fashion. The season I was about has to say, to why in the
0: hell are you in a faux fur poncho?
1: Because the season has to come before, you know, like cruise wear comes out at the end of December. Like oh, resort, all that, that collection. Oh, I just remember there being a moment where I was trying to get a Diet Coke and Panera and I, I looked like I had come out of somewhere, like some basement and my <laughs> hair is like glued to the back of my neck and I have on like red lipstick and I just look like a creature. So like, but oh, I knew God. that I was also going to like, and you had to wear like one of the four outfits they gave me. Like so oh, yeah. it, that makes sense. it was yeah. what it was. So, but I would rip that thing off as soon as I got back in there and we would get these huge, you know, prepping for black Friday. I'd be in there in the sports bra and leggings, hauling handbags, getting them all organized, perfectly ready so that my girls could just waltz in, not sweat for a second. I had actually had a right-hand man who was always back there. We still talk to this day. She has pictures of us in the back. It was disgusting. Like But what do you do? No one wants to haul 280 cases of handbags, 16 a case, like in the dead of August. Uh Uh-uh. Two of us did it. And I just let them sell their little hearts out. And if I wasn't back there, I was at the very front of the store making sure everybody got a greeting.
0: But I guess that's my thing. Like, you you don't want your customers to see your bad day. You don't want them to see that you've been, you know, back there schlepping boxes or – Dealing with, you know, whatever kind of headache. Like, I just feel like if you're going to be a forward-facing company, you've just, you've got to, you got to just fake it till you make it. I'm going to be honest with you. You just got to, you got to do it and just, you don't let your customer ever feel that. That's how I feel about that.
1: No, no one wants to feel the behind the scenes either. They just want to see the Pretty parts.
0: Well, and it's just like Disney, right? They have under-the-ground tunnels, so you can't see people, you know, Snow White going from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland because that's out of context. That Disney crushes the customer experience. That's why they do so well. Chick-fil-A crushes the customer experience. That's why, well, and they have the Lord's chicken. But anyway... Chick-fil-A is another great example. So, I mean, yeah, it's just like think about the brands that you like. Chances are they're probably giving you a fairly solid customer experience.
1: So I had a Disney experience the other day. I And I talked about this briefly in the last podcast. So you have to go back if you haven't listened. But I had a coffee with a friend who is a writer and an illustrator. Another friend that I don't know approached him while we were there. And there was something about her that was a little bit – like, I just made me think. So when she left, he was like, oh, she's amazing. You would love her. You should connect with her. He gave me her business card. Um, and I was like, I loved her, but, like, there's something else there. And he laughed. He's like, I knew you are going to say that. I'm like, what is it? Like, unpack it for me. And he goes, well, you're not allowed to really know this, but she used to be a Disney princess. And I was like, wait a minute. He's like for 10 years, but I guess if you're a princess, you cannot tell people that you are a princess or which one you were. So a friend of a friend figured it out from photographs mm. and they asked her and she confirmed it. But there was this like her presence. At first, I actually thought she might be like a little bit unhinged,
0: which is totally then, fun.
1: Yeah, I am. You love this. We are here for it.
0: No, but I'm Hot Mess like, Express. I'm not unhinged. Hot Mess Express. I think there's a there, difference.
1: Is this sort of like, what is the difference?
0: There just is. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. There just is.
1: I think I might be more unhinged than Hot I Miss feel like express.
0: Hot Mess Express is like Southern. Like that's a Southern oh. saying. Well, okay, I don't know so if it maybe, is. But,
1: maybe I can't be Hot Mess Express. I think I might be more unhinged.
0: Yeah, you, you, I'd stick with unhinged. I'll stick yeah. with Hot Mess Express. Is
1: that like the Yankee in me? <laughs>
0: I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but she had this way of carrying herself that where I was like, is she like all right? But it once he said Disney princess, I was like, oh. Like if you – I guess if you're a Disney princess for a decade, you probably always are going to carry yourself with a certain amount of like
0: – I'm sure. Magic. But again, I think that just goes to show like it's kind of the wizard behind the curtain. Like, yes. Like, you know, just it's special and – yeah, I mean, I think Disney. Just, I think that I've read many books about Disney's marketing and customer experience, and just studied it. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's phenomenal. I have a the few last book recommendations. Thing I read about Disney,
1: I should, because the last one I read was a romance novel, and it was basically about Disney. <laughs> yeah, but they called it something else. But it was a very clearly like a Disney version of like in the. It was actually amazing. Um, huh. <laughs>
0: And on that note, folks, I'm <laughs> mess express signing off for this week. Take care of your customers because it doesn't yeah, I mean, matter how good your marketing is. If you don't take care of your customers.
1: Well, and I think at the end of the day, like you, it's your brand. So not taking care of the people who are purchasing it, who are going to talk about their experience. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like not hiring people who are going to uphold whatever your brand integrity or your values are. I mean, I just think, I know it's a lot. Like you have worked in recruiting, like Mm -hmm. all of these pieces are a lot, but at the end of the day, it costs a lot more money to turn and burn people or to train people or to cycle through or to have people who don't want to return to your business. I mean, we know in general, like if people have one great experience, they're usually going to share it with one or two friends if they have a bad experience they're going to share with upwards of 10 to 11. And now because of social media, they're going to share it on social platforms. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of
0: people have Facebook groups that are very verbal about different businesses and things to avoid. And I know personally, I usually listen to that. Absolutely. So
1: if it matters to you at all, At all enough to start a company and then want people to consume whatever it is that you create or produce, then you've got to pay some mind to that brand experience for sure. I mean I love I think I just gave me a good reason to go to Montego Bay.
0: I know. People of Jamaica have it figured out. We could take notes from them.
1: I'll go for research.
0: No what (laughs) is mine.
1: I'm going to go for research. I'm going tomorrow. (laughs) I need to get out of here.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week.
1: Thank you.